Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platforms. Episode 51. Episode 51. Episode 51. Not Area 51. Episode 51. This is the gap. Episode 51. This is the gap. I'm Kamal singing for y'all. Hey. <laughs> Came in with a little spice with this intro. Woo. This is the gap. I'm Kamal. Uh, episode 51, baby. Let's get some air horns. You feel me? If you watching or if you listening, give yourself a hand clap. I appreciate y'all. Look it, for my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I'm not going to tell you what to do to get the video booming. But y'all know what to do. But if y'all want to find me, Kamal Johnson ENT, bam, I pop up. For my potters out there, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Apple Podcasts. All you got to do is type in Kamal Johnson ENT or The Gab. Bam, I pop right up. Woo-wee. Man, feeling good, feeling good. You know, a little fantasy battle right now, but we ain't going to talk about no fantasy football or nothing like that. You feel me? Hey, y'all know how we do when it comes to the show. So let's just hop right into it. And today's topic we're going to talk about today is a festival safety. Um, I'm seeing the lack of safety at festivals. We've been knowing what's going on with some of the festivals out there, such as, you know, Astroworld. The incident that happened there, and then the incident that happened at an LA festival this past weekend with uh, Draco the Ruler. Uh, RIP to everybody that has passed away at these festivals, from the people at Astroworld to uh, Draco the Ruler. Um, but yeah, this led me into the topic festival safety. It seems like um, there's a lack of safety when it comes to these festivals, especially now. And I just feel maybe maybe need to be more better prepared, more safety precautions. Hell, if it doesn't feel safe, don't do the fucking festival. Like, it's okay to kind of shut it down or have less people there. I mean, I get it. We're in a capitalistic society, the almighty dollar, everybody trying to get the bucks, but... At what point do we start caring about humans? When do we start caring about people and their safety? And like, is the almighty dollar better than human existence? And with the festival safety, we just need, we need way more precaution. We need, we need to, even if it costs more to have more security or just cost, cost, more because like it might hit your pockets because you can't perform because it's, it's not a safe environment you know just that's just what i think that's what my solution is but what the hell do i know i ain't never conducted a festival before i've been to one i've been to a couple and they could get rowdy it's a lot of like mosh pits that go on it's people you know sometimes they be people be fighting sometimes but sometimes it's you know, you have you have people that ain't never been to a festival before, so they don't know how to maneuver through the shit or whatever. Or like 
You have festivals such as Asherwell where you have kids there. And it's like people trampling over people to get to the stage. Are they hopping over barricades or, you know, doing wild stuff? You know, it'd be some drinking and some other activities that be involved when people go to these concerts. So, and another thing what I've been saying and what I've been thinking is that since the uh, the T-Virus 19 came around and we've been in this little uh, demic and all, um, now that, you know, things are opening up, festivals happening, people going out and stuff like that, I just feel that it's a lot of pent-up energy from people. And now that people out, they just releasing that. And it's just the most animalistic shit ever that's going out there. And, like, a lot of people go to festivals to release energy. And this type of energy is being put out there into the to the world. So, with that being said, that's why we need better safety precaution when it comes to these festivals. Especially during these times. Because... You know people going to be doing the most because they've been cooped up. They've been, and a lot of people, you know, they've been kind of, you know, if they got money, they've been stacking their bread. They had nowhere to spend it. So now they can spend it here and spend, get all type of drunk and get on all type of other activities and be wilding out and all that pent up aggression and energy coming out. And it's like, you know, it's, it's not, the uh, the safety isn't there and the people, the concert goers, they're not really thinking about safety until it just get dangerous involved. You feel me? So, with that being said, like the the solution I got is the people that's running these festivals, or even like the artists or whatever, they gotta pay more attention to safety at festivals. Have better safety precautions. Uh, hey, even if. You got to shut down the festival or whatever because it's getting too out of hand. Might hit your pockets, but hey, in the long run, it's going to be way better for humans. And like the people that's orchestrating the concert, like, you know, maybe you got to pay out more pocket for uh, security. Have better security. You know what I mean? I, that's that's all I can say, you feel me? Like, man, be wilding at concerts. I remember I, I went to... I went, I went to a concert when it was Kid Cudi and Wiz. Uh, Rock the Bells. I went to that concert. That concert was booming. Shout out to Frank. I went with Frank and stuff like that. And then, yeah, it was wild. I seen a dude do a fucking backflip, bow, and bust his ass. And then it was seen other things. Like, when, like, Kid Cudi came on, I seen hella people rush the stage. I was like, I wasn't rushing the stage. Fuck that. Kid Cudi, you my favorite artist, but I'll be damned if I rush the stage and get trampled and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I seen it firsthand, and this was years ago. This was years ago. So just think of how festivals are now. Now, don't get me wrong. This festivals out there were, you know, real nice. Kumbaya, everybody having a good time and stuff like that. But I just feel festivals now, they just going to be out of hand and stuff like that. And I just seen pictures of uh you know, the homies went to Rolling Loud Festival that happened a couple weeks ago. And I saw how packed that was. And I saw the videos. And they mosh pit. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, shit. My heart started racing. I was, I was like, god damn. I don't know if I want to be a part of that. <laughs> Good Lord. Man. Yeah, I was, man, I was like, man, there's no way. It's no way. Good Lord. <laughs> 
Oh my God, bruh. Nah, but that's what I'm saying, though. It's like the whole pent-up energy. People ah, round up and stuff. So that's why we need better safety at festivals. Hey, that's my spill on it. What y'all think? Put it in the comments below. Anyway, we about to get into the next segment. Oh, you know I love this segment. And y'all been loving it, too. And I appreciate that. Look at the air horn for this next segment. And you know what segment this is. This is the sad segment. And let's get into this right here. True story on Netflix. And I got to say, this was actually pretty fucking good in my eyes. You already know it stars Kevin Hart, Wesley Snipes. I'm going to tell you who it starts, uh, but you know I got to give the stats first. And IMDb gave it a 7.6 and Rotten Tomatoes gave it 60%. But you know how I feel about them credits, right? I said credits. Critics! <laughs> Critics, you get this. Frick them. You feel me? And, but the people gave it a 92%. Hell yeah. I'm with the people on this one. You feel me? Hell yeah. 90, this was really freaking good. Um, This was directed by Stephen Williams and Hanel Culpepper. Kudos to y'all. Y'all get the hand claps. Good job, y'all. Appreciate y'all directing this beautiful artwork of a show. Uh, and like I said, it was starring Kevin Hart. His name was Kid. I kept thought they call, kept kept calling him Kev. Because I'm like, it's supposed to be loosely based on a true story of him, sort of, or maybe. Who who the hell knows? I don't know. But I thought they kept saying Kev. Like, hey, Kev, Kev. But they kept calling him Kid. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then Wesley Snipes is Carlton, who is Kid's brother. You feel me? Then you got Billy Zane, who is Ari. Ari's the big goon, motherfucker. And then it was hella more people on there. You feel me? Shout out to y'all. It was a star-studded cast. Um, but yeah, so basically it starts off with uh Kevin Hart as kid. And kid, he's a he's a comedian. He's coming back to his hometown, Philadelphia. You know what I mean? And like he has a show that he's about to do there. And essentially he links up with Carlton, Wesley Snipe character, who is his brother, his older brother. And usually his older brother get him in the shit, I guess, because kid's manager and like the other writer and uh kid personal trainer you're telling him like hey bruh you might want to stay away from carlton he always got you in some fuck shit you know what i mean and then like uh the personal trainer was always having kid back you feel me but hey man this is his older brother what, what can you say so kid went out on a night with drinking with carlton and the other homies and shit like that you know they t drinking and shit and the thing about it and this happens a lot in society kid was like yo i'm not drinking i don't want to drink i haven't been drinking for a while blah then we have carlton here being a fucking bad influence so come on bruh get your drink on it don't matter oh you a weenie now oh you a little puss now ah uh, that shit that bullshit the man said he not drinking. You know why he wasn't drinking? Because he was sober, bro. His sobriety, bro. He was fighting an addiction. And Carlton didn't know that till like episode seven, I think. Six or seven when he tells him. But if somebody tell you they don't want to do something, it's a reason why they don't want to do it. And the reason why is because kid was fighting an addiction. But he got peer pressured into drinking. So bro started drinking, getting motherfucking silly, getting 
get you know what I mean you know how it is when you start sipping and shit you know, a little fun gargle down a little bit but what happened boom wake up in the next morning and like the um the chick that kid linked up with or whatever boom she laid out on the bed he wake up Carlton go over and be like oh damn she dead which was Red flag, red flag on the play, goddammit. First of all, if I was kid, I'm checking the post. I'm like this. Nah, she alive, bro. You bullshitting. But he didn't check. He just saw her slump. She looked like she would just sleep after a good night of, uh, you know, making love. Uh, But yeah, it looked like she was knocked out. But, you know, Carter said, oh, she dead. So then kid panicked. He was like, oh, God. And like. You know, Kevin Hart played a serious role. He played serious roles back in the day, too. Y'all seen he was in Paper, uh, was it Paper Soldiers? Yeah, I think that's, that's, think that's the name of the movie. I could be wrong. That was a pretty serious role he was playing, you know, a little comical relief and shit like that. But it's still hard to kind of, I took Kevin Hart serious, but at times I was like, yo, this kind of comical, brother. Just the way he's saying shit is funny. But the, the chick was dead, or dead. <laughs> And then Carlton called up uh, uh, Billy Zane character, Ari. So Ari, <coughs> you know, big-ass motherfucker. Motherfucker like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, solid 230, nigga. And he like in a Russian mob or Ukraine mob, whatever. He a mobster, bro, and he got his brothers and shit. And Carlton owed bro money, him and his brother money and shit like that. So called up and like... Ari was always like, man, I've always been a fan of you, but I always thought Carlton was bullshit. I thought he was a bullshitter. So, called him up to get the girl out, get the body out or whatever. And what essentially happened, you know, kid, he was all a nervous wreck and everything like that. And he went in the other room because there's two bedrooms. You feel me? Um, he went in the other room and he passed out. He wake up, Carlton gone, the girl's gone. And dude just in there fixing breakfast, chilling and shit like that. But Ari, he kind of being a little, he being a little dick about shit though. He being like an ass about shit, and he's telling the kid like, yeah, man, you need to eat your breakfast and stuff. But like, I deal with celebrities like you all the time, bro. You always got shit on y'all. You feel me? Now I got shit on you. You know what I want? I want six million dollars in the payment in installments of five hundred k each month. So he tried to extort him. You know what kid did? He killed his ass. He murdered him. And that was another red flag in this damn show, too. It was some comic. It was some red flags on this show. Really great fucking show. But some of this shit was like, come on, bro. Are we serious? He choked him out with a USB cable. And he got this USB cable because one of the first scenes was he got on a flight to go to Philly. And it was some white dude being a fucking corporate white douche saying the N-word, trying to be all like... Oh, you say it, so I'm going to say it because that's a joke, blah, blah, Being mad fucking inappropriate. Yeah, but he, you know, had his USB, and that's the USB. He strangled Ari. How the fuck can this nigga Kevin Hart strangle a motherfucker that's 6'4", 230? That motherfucker that's got up, this Kevin Hart. That would have happened in real life. All right? But Kevin Hart, you know what I mean? I guess personal trainer, you know. Personal trainer would be proud because his muscles is working. <laughs> but yeah, killed him. Carlton come back and was like, what the fuck just happened? K 
kill Ari, then Ari brothers start calling and was like, yo, where is that? Where is that? Blah, blah, blah. You feel me? So, Ari dead. They trying to get him out. But then, you know, kid, he still got a, he running a business. You feel me? And he got, like, guest appearances he has to do, photo, uh, photo shoots. And isn't it? He's just fucking, you know, he's amped. He's, he's agitated. He's, he's, he's going through it. It's like a downward spiral. And then, his ex-wife calling and certain things in the tabloids is happening. His kid missing him. He he misses his kid. He just murdered somebody. Um, and then like also like his team is kind of like they bumping heads. Him and his management and stuff. Like kid was on edge, and you know I can see why. You feel me? He, he on his conscience is two dead people at this point. So they uh they had a little photo shoot thing, and that's when they brought up like the. The shit that you put big ass speakers in or equipment in for like sound and shit like that. They brought that up, put big ass Ari in there, put him in a fucking van. But before they got out of there, it's this fucking uh fan named Gene. And that's one of the kids' biggest fans. But like his first his interaction, well, one of the first interactions we have that we see him was like, kid was like, get the fuck out of my face, I'm gonna deal with this shit today. And Gene was like, oh god, you're so mean. Oh. <laughs> but it's his biggest fan, no, bro. So like, hey, no, you feel me? So they ended up, they ended up getting a body. You know, they went to the hood somewhere, threw it in a fucking trash can somewhere. Which I don't know why they did that, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> threw it in the trash. Came back to like the hood. Took some. It was some cops hemming up some young black men. And then when the black entertainer man come out, then he motherfucker was like, oh my god. Oh, you're the best. Oh, shit. It didn't let them go. They all took pictures and stuff. You feel me? And then, like, uh, he went back with hoop with him a little bit because he was trying to, you know, build an alibi, essentially. That's what Kid was trying to do for him and Carlton. Uh, But then, you know, Ari Brothers, they keep calling Carlton, you know. Carlton, oh, Ari, Ari Brothers and their money and shit. And they kind of don't believe Carlton at first, but whatever. But the cool part about it, Gene ended up following them and saw that videotape them dumping the body. So that was another uh, thing they had to deal with. And so move along throughout the show, basically find that out. They try to get the video from Gene and Carlton want to do just some old thug gangster shit, whoop his ass, get the video, erase it. Kid is like, you know what? Nah, we, we ain't even going to do that because he, he loves me. So let me... Showing some love, he gonna erase it for me. And that's basically what happened. You know, brothers in the hotel, showed them love, showed Gene a good old time, had him boost his followers up, all types of shit. Just all what Gene wanted, just wanna hang out with bruh. You know what I mean? Gene was a little weird, little, little he's a little too invasive in a motherfucker space, but he's his biggest fan. I get it. I understand. But that happened. But then what happened was Carlton tried to pin the shit on Gene that he killed uh, Ari. And stuff like that. And so Ari Brothers came, started working him, beat the nigga up, killed him, beat him to death, beat his ass to death. Damn. That's fucked up. Man. Hey, Wesley Snipes, let's get, can we give hands to Wesley Snipes? So he played the fuck out this role. Everybody played their role, but Wesley Snipes is just, felt like he was a star, man. You know what I mean? Man. But that happened. Then R.E.M. start figuring out that, wait a minute. Maybe he didn't kill our brother. 
because they went to the hotel and they start seeing footage and stuff and certain names start popping up. And then also, like, um, I think Carlton has something. I don't know what it was. But they figured the shit out. And now it's like they, uh, they, um, what you call it? They after uh, Carlton and Kid now. They about to come and murk them. But then while that was going on, you know, Kid now, he all happy because he dumped the body and shit in the video race. So now he was means to everybody and was like, yo, good, my bad, I was tripping. You know, I was on edge, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, his one writer who he wasn't paying attention to, she was mad funny and shit. And he essentially, uh, what you call it, tried to get her, uh, like, an uh, on stage on Saturday Night Live or whatever. Yep. Whatever. He tried to hook her up. And he tried to hook up his personal trainer, too, who had his back the whole time and shit. You feel me? Because he fired on, bro. Kid, I can hang. But personal trainer ate that. Ate that like Wheaties. <laughs> it was like, bro, you get one of those, motherfucker. Try it again. That's your ass. You feel me? Like, like personal trainer. It's Kevin Hart. It's per- I'm the personal trainer. That would have happened. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Like, so he happy and shit. But then... He find out that Gene got killed, got beat to death. And so now he's figuring, it's like, man, what the fuck, bro? Like, looking at Carlton, like, bro, what's going on, bro? Like, what the fuck? Then, crazy thing about it, I think it was a, a he saw a Carlton phone. Kid saw Carlton phone and saw he was texting a chick or he heard the voice call or something. Went over there to meet her. This nigga did some old Cain and Abel shit, bro. This nigga Carlton was orchestrated this whole play to get money out of fucking kid. Which originally he was going to give him money anyway for his felon restaurant. But he orchestrated this whole plan to have this girl act like she died. And have Ari come in, extort him money, and they were all going to split it. And lead kid in the motherfucking dark and lost out of $6 million. Ain't that about a bitch? If that's your family... Who gonna be your enemies? Mm. But yeah, that shit happened. He found out. So then he took him. He, you know, kid trying to do a little gangster. He was like, you know, I'm gonna take you to a basketball game, to the Phillies game. Hey, that basketball scene was terrible, though. Like, that shit was horrible. <laughs> it was, niggas was bricking. Brick, brick, brick layup. Shit like that. But yeah, he took him to the game. And then essentially he was like, I know what you did, motherfucker. Fuck you. You know what I mean? And then that's when Ari Brothers and them came in and started chasing him and shit. And, hey, kid was basically, hey, you dead to me. Uh. So then they start chasing him and shit. And then, hey, man, they shot. Foul. They, uh, they, what you call it? They were shooting or whatever. And then, like, uh, who'd they hit? Did they hit somebody? I think they, uh, they shot Carlton. He dropped the gun or something. And there's another red flag of the show. Three red flags, bro. Three strikes on the plate. Motherfuckers out. How the fuck did Kevin Hart become such a marksman? This nigga picked up the gun and bloop, bloop, double head shot on both RA brothers. How? He ain't shot a gun the whole fucking series. You know what this let me believe? Comedians secretly are assassins. Think about it. <laughs> Kevin Hart be killing them, not only with laughter. Yeah, bro. Killed him. Popped his brother. Went on about his merry way. That was it. True story. 
Hey, that was it, bro. Hey, man. Y'all killed y'all roles. Y'all acted y'all asses off. Kevin Hart, motherfucker Leslie Snipes, the rest of y'all, y'all acted y'all asses off. This is really good. I fucks with it. Had a couple of goofy, whimsical moments, red flags and shit, but hey, man. I, I appreciate this shit. Look at True Story on Netflix. Y'all go check that out. Really good uh, TV show. You feel me? Kevin Hart, you did your thing. Very serious role. Appreciate it. All right. Y'all know what time it is. Uh-huh. Y'all been liking this time, too. And I like it, too. You feel me? Hit him with a little bit of, uh, hit him with a little bit of gosh, 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 gosh. Before we get. <laughs> Woo! It is me, me time. time. Hey, let's get it. Get straight to the memes. Oh, goodness. All right. For my potters out there, it has the four squares. And each square, you know how, like, it has a person, but then it transforms into another person? So the top left has a white man smiling away. And the bottom right has Ludacris. You feel me? With the fro. Mm. And he's the white man is changing into Ludacris. And it reads, when you said excuse me, Nicely twice already. And they still standing there. <laughs> yeah, he turned in ludicrous. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Get out the way. <laughs> bro, that's how it really be. It's like, bro, I said it twice. God damn. Get the hell out the way. Fudge. <laughs> All right. From a podcast out there, since we talked about festivals, had to get a festival meme. And on the left side, it has a festival, a bunch of this chicks or whatever, having a grand old time, twirling around, I guess. They happy, laughing. Oh, God, this is incredible. But on the right, they got, like, this dude. He crying. Then he got a beer in his hand. He's sitting on the fucking chair. He looked distraught. It's a bunch of tits in the background, a bunch of trash. And it reads, what people think festivals are, are like, versus what festivals are actually like. <laughs> they fucking right, bro. When I went to the festival, uh, 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 Rock the Bells, yo, it was a shit show. <laughs> a bunch of trash everywhere. Bunch of, uh, it looked like the picture on the right side, man. Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. Yeah, man, they be, they be getting the best pictures and video for the festival to show you guys. But it really be a shit show out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, snaps. So, you know, we did, you know... True story at Kevin Hart. You feel me? I had to get a Kevin Hart meme, bro. Oh my God, bro. And for for my potters out there, it has a picture with Kevin Hart, his older brother, and his mom. His mom in the middle. Kevin Hart's on the left side. His older brother on the right side. And it reads, Kevin Hart could play his entire family if he did a movie about his wife. <laughs> He's the one in the middle, I think. Oh my God. too funny because i see the resemblance yeah he, he does he most definitely look like his mom and he does look like his older brother damn he should do a movie be like do some eddie murphy shit where he played his whole family that'd be tight actually that'd be a tight ass movie i think he could pull that off i think kevin hart can pull that off more my words i said it here december 20th december is it 19th 20th December, whatever, motherfucker. I said it here first. Kevin Hart could play a role. He, he should play a role 
with his, his family, where he's playing his family and shit. You feel me? Yeah! Hey! Look here, give yourself a hand. If y'all watching, if y'all listening, feel me? Suck the air horns too. I appreciate y'all. Hey! Look it. For my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I ain't gonna tell you what to do to get the channel video booming. But if you wanna find me, Kamal Johnson ENT, bam, I pop right up. For my potters out there, I'm on SoundCloud, I'm on Google Podcasts, and I'm on Apple Podcasts. All you gotta do is type in Kamal Johnson ENT or The Gab, bam, and I pop right up. Hey, this is The Gab, episode 51. I'm Kamal. And on that note, I'm out of here. Woo-wee. Hey, man, Kevin Hart, do that, man. I think that should be dope. Do that Eddie Murphy scene, play all smoke from roll. This was a game. This was a game.